Um, the arguments I read about why DC should not become a state, I swear to God, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There, because because Washington DC belongs to all of us. What? What? They pay federal taxes. How are they not a state? Like, what do you what do you yeah, mean? We 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 don't. They, uh, I thought there was a whole thing about no uh, taxation without representation. They have no representation, so maybe they shouldn't be taxed. And yeah, if they're I not think, taxed, I want to move there because I don't want to be taxed. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they can vote for president. Puerto Ricans can't unless they move to Florida. Right. Yeah. No, that's there's a lot of I think there's a lot of stuff with states where we need to like. We need to shit or get off the pot. Like either make Puerto Rico a state or be like, hey, Puerto Rico, you're free now. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. So I've, make Puerto I've... Rico a state, make Washington, D.C. a state, uh, give California like 15 senators. You know, let's really try to like <laughs> even the other uh, playing well, field. No, I'm, I am totally down as a compromise with Republicans to force the U.S. Virgin Islands to become a state as well. Oh, no one wants that because then all their money is going to get reported. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But they would definitely get two Republican senators out of the deal. See, that's that's why most states were admitted in pairs. Right. For the explicit purpose of one of them would be one, one state would be pro-slavery, one would be anti-slavery, and the balance, the, the balance must be maintained. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, was, that was dumb. It. Like the Republicans have shown zero concern about maintaining balance whenever they just kept oh, appointing yeah. more and more Republicans to the SCOTUS. So yeah. fuck them, yeah. I'd say. Exactly. Well, the Supreme Court to 13 people, uh, make Puerto Rico and D.C. a state. They don't get any Republican states. And yeah, then uh, blow up the filibuster when all that's done. So uh, they, no, no, no. You have to destroy the filibuster first, right? Because I, you can't you <laughs> you can't do DC and Puerto Rican statehood without blowing up the filibuster. It requires yeah. right now a sixty. I thought you uh, were going to say sixty threshold to when vote. When you said Phil, I thought you were like, and then blow up the Philippines, and we'll. Uh, <laughs> and then, I was like, I, I, I was I like, what did the Philippines? I thought that um, without the filibuster, why did you want to leave? We could have been so good together. <laughs> Good Why did you fight us, Philippines? Why? Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, real quick, we'll start, I guess, if you guys want to go in order of the thing. Uh, Bobby, we'll start with Caitlyn Jenner. Um, and then we'll go Are we not in. doing intros? Oh, hold on. I'm just I'm doing a quick uh, uh, <laughs> oh, through, and then we'll enter it. We can. Yeah, we can cut this. I know. Anyway. All right. Oh, so uh, we can, but will we? I don't know. <laughs> damn it, damn it Walden. <laughs> all right. We'll fix it <laughs> fucking fucking intro. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We are live. The play us out. Speaking what does that of, mean? <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, out there in Radio Land. This is those muckrakers coming coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. Uh, I'm Pete. I'm Bobby. And this is episode 114. Tell them what's on the docket today, Pete. Uh, well, today in the news, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Caitlyn Jenner. She's running for office. Yay. <sighs> Um, and then I am going to go into, I, I, I made a mistake. Um, I subscribed to, um, like Newsweek because I thought they were like time. Like, I think they used to be more reasonable. And so I have an article. Mm, uh, they pretty much always subscribe to a one American news network. That's kind of what they've turned into. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that. Cause I read this really amazing opinion piece by Newsweek, um, I, and I just want to like sign Wesley up for one American news network and just like give him his address. And then that way the articles just, no, he's, 
he's he's not easily radicalized, but sometimes he'll say stuff in our group chat and we'll be like, Wesley, that's wrong. And he'd be like, oh, OK. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, then we're going to get now you have to stop masturbating for six whole months while you focus on dominating women. All right. We'll get learning in more about the uh, about the red pill bullshit today as the as the. As the news likes to tell people to uh, find out what's in your honey. Uh, stay tuned for that segment later. <laughs> Can your honey kill you? Find out later in the episode. Yeah. What does your honey and uh, cesium have in common? <laughs> what does your honey and strychnine have in right common? Because what, the answer what does surprise. honey and cesium have in common? Turns out absolutely nothing. A fascinating <laughs> new research. <laughs> People have already thrown everything, thrown away all their cesium because yep. it has honey in it. That's capitalism. All right. So, uh, Bobby, tell us about um, oh God, Caitlyn Jenner running for governor. I, I'm very worried about this news story. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to get fucking letters. So, so basically, basically, Caitlyn Jenner Caitlyn Jenner is quite possibly the least popular trans person in the world of trans people. Um, she's not very well liked uh, for some very obvious political reasons, uh, but also it, it, it sort of feeds into this kind of tokenization. This is what I've been told. This is, uh, I'm not trans. No one here is, I don't think anybody on this podcast is trans. Um, Pronouns are he, him. Um, uh, anyway, she's kind of a, uh, an ant. But um, it's, but it's, uh, it, and it sort of Manta? feeds into it. It, it, it feeds into this sort of like, you know, oh, uh, we had a black president, so racism is over. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner got to be on the cover of Vogue. I guess transphobia is over. That kind of thing. Yeah. And instead of standing back and saying like Barack Obama did on several occasions, you know, guys, that that ain't it like that's that's not how that works that's not that's not how this is going down caitlin jenner has basically embraced it and said yes i i am the i am the unifier and now the whole reason that she even gets a chance right now to to try and run because i'm pretty sure this is a publicity stunt but then again we thought trump was a publicity stunt it right. probably was at first and then it went to his head but it anyway, definitely um, was at first because yeah. they were no, um, no. trying to cancel or what was it he was trying to get a raise on the apprentice and they didn't want to give him a raise so he thought that it would um be a great publicity stunt and make him more popular if he ran for president and then he went out yeah, there and said also, all mexicans are rapist folks and then they fired him from the apprentice right and then and they gave so then they it was fired like, him shit now i gotta do this because yeah. i need the income they well, fired anyway, him from so, the apprentice and then they gave him the presidency so so in order to talk about caitlin jenner's gubernatorial ambitions we have to talk about everyone's favorite democrat gary newstrom current governor as of time of recording the governor of california he is facing a conservative revolt against him i mean it's very unlikely that he's actually going to be recalled the california has a lot of recalls if right. if, you, if you don't know about it like it's it's apparently very easy in california to recall a a, a politician uh, arnold schwarzenegger got recalled he survived it um wait I arnold schwarzenegger survived the total recall Yes. Well, as always, <laughs> as always, he always survives the total recall. Get anyway, to the governor's mansion. Caitlin, Caitlin <laughs> Jenner, it it's, appears to live in this complete bubble world. She tried during the 2016, 2017 like political cycle to be like, 
I'm going to go help Trump get it right on trans issues and everything like this. And she just doesn't seem to be able to get it through her head that Republicans tolerate you as a person. There is a not insignificant minority within the Republican voting base and within Republican politicians that would like to see you dead. That would it's, like to be the cause of your death. It's very similar they to think uh, that like, you are like, a man in drag who yeah. is looking to molest and terrorize children it's, and women. It's the same they, way. They don't think of you as a person, Caitlin. They really fucking don't. It's the same it's way a, they have Candace Owens. The same way they they put Ben Carson in charge of something because, like you said, they love they love tokenism. No, 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 no fucking brain surgeon well we'll have him in the administration what should he be the surgeon general no housing and urban development yeah just something about him screams urban they urban. love they yeah. they love yeah. they love tokenism and yeah. it's 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 really annoying um Who's, and i i go but it is the but only member also, not counting not counting Trump and Pence, uh, Ben Carson was the only member of their original administration that made it all, all four years. So Honestly, I think they kept, they kept his head down. He yeah, kept his head down and didn't him. say anything. He didn't rock any boat. He, yeah. yeah, he was in was one scandal, was... and that was whenever he lied and said his wife bought the desk when really it was most likely him. But besides oh, that, like yeah, he was yeah, out yeah. of the news. Yeah. There, was, there was a little minor kerfuffle where a video or maybe writing of his resurfaced from like his church where he said he thought perhaps the Egyptian pyramids were built for grain storage. Yes, and oh, I remember that. that. Was, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some of his, like, young Earth sure. Christian creationism. Yeah, stuff no, it's, it's what, what, gets, what gets me about Caitlyn Jenner, and it's yeah, the same yeah. thing that bothers me about, uh, like, like Ellen. Like, uh, if you remember, like, Ellen was hanging out with George W. Bush when they oh, were... Oh, she still is. She still well, is. Yeah, when she they were hanging... best friends with a fucking war criminal. It, it made you realize that what transcends everything, what transcends maybe the difficulty of being trans and the difficulty of being gay is if you're fucking rich, Money. if you're rich yeah. and you're white, oh, yeah. um, that oh, transcends yeah. it. You're part of a club. And Caitlyn Jenner is part of like the rich white person club. And it, and yeah. it, it what it upsets me is these people also use that's why she's like, in a bubble and doesn't really see how harmful these people are is because yeah. her money lets her rise above yeah. and when, stay when and she was against well, she had a quote. About right after she Jeez. came out a bunch of trans people were like that's great yay caitlin we're proud of you we're happy for you welcome to the family so what are you going to do to help with trans issues and she like even on their show friends of hers are trying to tell her babe this ain't a good look and she's just like, well, I mean, it's whatever, you know, if other people want to transition, that's fine, but that's up to them. And it's, you know, if they live in a place that won't let them, then they need to move and like, just, 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 yeah, just, yeah. just, just, just complete fucking bubble. Well, yeah, because the, the fact her being able to move you, is an option to normal exactly. people being able to move is not an option. Well, I know I mean, what you're thinking, Peter, but you're also not a normal person. Yeah. And I, I want to make it clear that like, uh, you know, like I don't, I don't dislike Caitlyn Jenner because she transitioned. I dislike her because I hate anybody that is in like the rich people bubble that's completely divorced from reality. Yeah. Um, she, I believe when she was on the cover of Vogue, she had a quote where they're like, what's the hardest thing about, you know, transitioning to being a woman? And she was like, figuring out what to wear. The hardest thing about transitioning to being a woman is that the, uh, the medical bills and the weight to be able to get the medical help you need to make that transition can be oh, like 10, 15 state. years, and then you get denied at the end of that weight. Yeah, and, or, or, but she or got to skip that now, because she's rich. And, and, and what it is now 
is depending on what state you're in can make all the difference because right now in it, I think it's Florida, Arkansas, uh, Louisiana was considering a bill to prevent uh, the use of puberty blockers was the big thing. So like people who transition early in life, um, you know, people who come to the realization that they are trans and they start seeing counseling and they start, you know, going to therapy and stuff like that. If you are prepubescent, using puberty blockers can be a fucking lifesaver. Yeah. Like literally the difference between life and death. Uh, states of Florida and Arkansas have said, no, fuck that. You can't do that. That's mutilating children. No, it's not. But it's a that's... fully reversible set of hormones. But like, Bobby, just... but Bobby, but what about figuring out what to wear? Isn't that oh difficult? God. Oh, it's you know? so difficult. It's so difficult. There are states now that want to see your genitals if you're going to play on the basketball team. Like, you know, back in back in the day, we used to just call that coach's favorite. Yeah, but no. It, it, <laughs> it, I was going to say, it, wasn't it, that something they actually used to do like way back in the day? Like it was respons- It was the the coach's responsibility to like check everyone for testicular cancer. Just, I like, think that was. Time. I think that was only your baseball coach, Wilder. I think that may have. Oh just no! Been <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all but, uh, but it's it's whenever you're talking about like you know some people you know some people sometimes ask like you know well where you know when you know you, you know what are your politics, Bobby? I'm like I don't like to assign myself to one thing or another. Just other people can figure it out. And whenever I'm dead and worshipped by millions of fans, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they can say that it was Bobbyism. But um, <laughs> you know, like um, but you know, it's like one of the things that really pushed me out of like capitalist centrism of oh it goes the republicans are sometimes right and the democrats are sometimes right like what really pushed me out of that it wasn't caitlin jenner it wasn't that recent it was back whenever uh right after i finished college um what really pushed me over was, was people who literally acted like that i'm sitting here going you are not only voting against your own best interest you're fucking over everyone else who is like you that is being ground to a pulp. And then by the time that I realized it was capitalism, I was like, Oh my God, it's fucking capitalism. It's capitalism. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. It's capitalism. No, but that's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what it is. And, and you're right. It is the exact same thing. Like as, as a member of the LGBTQ community, it's, it's maddening whenever, you know, it, it, it's exactly what some leftists have phrased it. It's, oh, inclusivity, yay, we're so inclusive. We have the most drone, trans drones pilots of color killing indiscriminately people right. who are thousands of miles away. Mm. America, like, no, Fuck stop yeah. it, stop it. You could have a thousand gay CEOs. It's not going to make anything yep. better. Yeah, no, exactly. Fuck Pete Buttigieg. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> so, fucking hate Pete Buttigieg. Oh, it's driving me I, fucking you, crazy. You gave me, you gave me, said in the earliest episodes of those muckrakers, eat the rich. That'll solve yeah. all our all of our problems. Um, you gave me a really great segue into the military-industrial complex. Um, Yay! This, this news article, it's not really an article so much as this is my slow realization that Newsweek is a uh, conservative fucking propaganda arm of the Republican Party. Oh, they oh, yeah. pretty much always have been. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. They I always guess have been. Maybe yeah. I got them confused with Time Magazine because they have similar color schemes. Um, <laughs> but this one finally uh, one did. Thing that it. Confused me for a while, and eventually I realized it was on purpose. Was that the Washington Times and the New York Post are both right wing propaganda machines? 
but they're designed to look like real newspapers, and that's why their names are so yeah. close to the Washington Post yeah. and the New York Times. Because they were because yeah. they want to trick people like me. Whenever I first started like actually reading newspapers regularly, I would find their articles and read them as a source. And that was also back when I was still more of a fence sitter and saying, oh, well, maybe sometimes one's right and sometimes others right. Later, I realized that that's about like trying to say maybe there's a middle ground between flat earthers and everyone else. Yeah. Like, no, one's clearly extremely wrong all the time. The uh, anyway. uh, yeah, no, that's 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 before we just came out when you're like, I got my news from freedomeagle.net slash liberty. Slash I get all my news from Glenn Beck and Woodland Critters. Yeah. So uh, the name of the name of this the name of this opinion piece is countless lives have been cut short by marijuana. Um, and usually what? I yeah, <laughs> countless lives have been cut short by marijuana. So normally I look police arrest people. Maybe <laughs> that cuts their lives pretty fucking short. I, I wish I wish. So normally I didn't have a chance to look up this guy. Ken Sabet. Normally when I look up these people, they turn out to be some kind of, um, what do you call it? Conservative hack, you know? Um, yeah. And so basically it's a story of this guy. He was a happy young man, you know, um, but he was in the 82nd airborne and did uh, a tour of duty in Iraq. Um, and they said at 31, he was in a downward spiral. And then in 2014, at the age of 31, he uh, was found dead hanging from a tree. He hung himself. Um, and he had a note that said, my soul is already dead. Marijuana killed my soul and ruined my brain. Um, so that'll happen. He was on more than pot. Well, hold on. Here's what, here's what it is. Um, there's a really great quote here um, where they, they said uh, several studies uh, have uh, such as one at Yale have found that marijuana exacerbates the symptoms of PTSD. Uh, so in this oh. whole article, they go on and on about like what a good guy he was. Oh, by the way, he went to war and had PTSD. But anyway, marijuana forced him to kill himself. Marijuana made the PTSD. No one goes. Maybe we should be like a veteran's health issue. Well, it's one of those like maybe uh, maybe sending him to war is what actually killed him, not the marijuana. No, but I hear they have gay people flying the drones now, so it's all cool, right? So it's, yeah, it's, it's all right, you know, like... No, it's, tra it's trans people. The, the entire drone uh. operations, it's nothing but trans people. That's, uh, that's in order to help conservatives get more comfortable with trans people, is to just make them all drone pilots. It's pretty much sure, from so the moment... Possibly a PTSD then. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. So the quote I wanted to give you guys was, to this day, uh, this guy's mom fights to bring to light the real effects of today's high-potency marijuana. She co-founded Mom Strong, a support group intended to educate and raise awareness about the mental health risks of marijuana. Each day, she carries a glossy photo of Andy looking chiseled in his army beret and uniform under his steady gaze with the printed words, Andy served our country, but marijuana took his freedom. Um, and it, it's very sad. It's very sad that this woman's son killed himself. But it's yeah. also sad that she goes, why did he do this? It must have been the marijuana, not the fact that he went to war and it fucked up his brain. Um, and that's, I guess, why I just want to I'm going to I'm going to unclick my what's going on in Newsweek because it's just fuck you, Newsweek. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck it. Reprinting, uh. reprinting reefer madness. Like I just like they re they, they mentioned multiple times that the guy went to war. But they're, and just, they're just giving two sides to it because there's only ever two sides. There's just two sides. You should I mean, only, like we're just giving both of the sides. 
And you gotta give you know, whether or not one sides of those too. sides is backed up by science and facts and studies and the other side is In just reality. pure speculation, well, that's for the reader to decide. It just that's you know the reader to decide. It's it's uh, it's like there was a really interesting study, and man, I gotta find it again. But there was this—they were terrified um, towards the end of the Vietnam War. They did like a survey, and a like you like 70 percent of servicemen uh, admitted in this survey to having used intravenous drugs, you know, and opiates. Yes. Um, yeah. And so they freaked out because they go, "This war is gonna end, and all these dudes are gonna come back in country with a heroin habit, and like it's gonna be crazy." So what they found out was all of these servicemen came back and stopped using opiates because they weren't in the middle of a fucking war zone anymore. <laughs> they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, I don't need to shoot up to drown out the horrors that I have to sleep through every night. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Just going about my life. Yeah. It's funny. Whenever you don't have to, you know, wake up every morning, have a shitty breakfast in a shitty place and then go out and kill some farmers and come back to have a shitty dinner and listen to more more killing of farmers going on for the night yeah shift i mean it's a sleeping yeah you know when you're not suffering from what is it cte from the uh you don't have the, blast? Uh, the banging of mortars right outside your uh, yeah. door you can you know slip yeah. right off to sleep but guys it's not oh, the mortars goodness. it's marijuana that's the real danger is oh god is, yeah no uh, devil's lettuce god that that, <laughs> just made, that just made me so angry just the whole time just the whole article, they're like, she holds a picture of her son in combat and warning about the dangers of marijuana. I'm like, oh, my God, Jesus, lady. Like, I know you're grieving, but for fuck's sake, nobody in that family was like, honey. Marijuana made my son kill himself, ma'am. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Yes. I'm going to change. I'm going to just start doing a Newsweek opinion piece and call it, sir, this is a Wendy's. That's going to be the new segment from now on. <laughs> Pete's Wendy's uh, Corner. Yeah, Pete's. This is a Wendy's Corner. Uh, <laughs> all right, Wallace, uh, you wanted you like Wallace. <laughs> This was Wallace. my son. I'll have to ask my manager. Uh, speaking <laughs> of this is a Wendy's, uh, let's talk about Mike Lindell, the Mike, the my pillow guy. Oh, let me tell you about the Wendy's. I stuck it right here in my pillow, folks. You can order one for yourself. So no, it's one this of the guy. One of the- my- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One of the funniest things I've, one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen about my pillow was uh, uh, Kate McKinnon on SNL is playing Laura Ingram. And she's like talking about my few, but proud sponsors I have left. And it was, <laughs> one of them was uh, from the makers of my pillow comes your pillow. Send us your pillow. We need more pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, he's from, uh, I kind of love the my pillow guy because if I remember his life story right, he was addicted to crack cocaine. And yeah, one day in the time. night, the Lord told him, Go forth and build a pillow company. And he did, and it was successful. And of course, he's a Trump supporter. He's an unhinged cocaine addict, a crackhead. Un- hey, 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 rich. Religious fanatic, former cocaine addict. Former cocaine addict. Yeah. And let Sorry. me tell you right now, cocaine is amazing. <laughs> I was gonna say cocaine's a hell of a drug. No, it's, it's a hell of a no, drug. You shouldn't I, do it. I if think anybody has some and is willing to share, <laughs> we'll just not do it over here. But I, th- I don't think it was just coke. I think it was do crack. it. So send it to us. Care of? I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> mail your crack. Mail your crack rock. Oh, to one, 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 make sure dogs bark. 
<laughs> There's all these SWAT guys kicking through my trailer. Oh, my, God. Oh, my neighbors keep coming by and checking my mailbox. They won't put stuff in it. No, I think it's, it's, so what, I you, believe... what, what you should really do is is adopt retired police dogs. They'll help you find cocaine. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it was just coke. I think it was. I think he was legitimately smoking crack. Steal the copper out of your walls. You know what I mean. Take it to the metal recycling plant. Crack. I actually found out there's probably razor blades in my bathroom wall. So this is this was oh, you're about to say in my me to find out my my uh, the house that I live in was built sometime in either the 40s or 50s, uh-huh. and one of the really popular like bathroom fixtures at the time was in the back of the medicine cabinet was a little slot, and whenever you got done with your razor. You took it out and you just chucked it into the wall. Like no one's ever going to find this. There's probably a pile of razor blades in my wall, but until disposable razors got popular, that's where people put spent razor blades. I mean, that Isn't makes that sense. Insane? That's like, actually, I, yeah. Like, could you imagine discovering that when you're like particularly mad one night? You like punch the wall and just come out with a fistful of razors. I'm not happening, Dazi Peter. I'm not joking. Google, I found razor blades in my bathroom wall. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. Yes. Tons of people are doing remodels on these older craftsmen and like post World War II homes, and they're just finding that the bathroom walls, like just one set of rafters, uh, one, 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 one set of upright, you know, two by fours. It's just chock a block with razor blades. It's fucking insane. I'm so sorry. Wow, what a tangent. Wildo, what were you talking about? <laughs> I, uh, one of my favorite my pillow guy sketches was from oh, yeah. Seth Meyers. Whenever he was like looking at him and saying, "How does this guy who makes my pillows always look like he's never had a wink of sleep? Like, what does he put in his pillow? Live rats? Crack rocks? Sleep? How, how can I sleep with all the scratching? <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I don't. So I don't sleep. Like, I lay there and I listen to the Lord tell me what to do. <laughs> Oh, those people crazy. He started a new website recently, and um, (laughs) it's supposed to be the conservative Facebook, right? Because they're like, "We're being censored." It's supposed to replace um, Twitch and YouTube, and it doesn't really—it's not really set up to do either of those things. It's just kind of. We need to get on that. It doesn't look like there's like a way yes. to, but I mean, we can sign up and see what <laughs> happens. Like basically so far, it's just like videos of him hosted by his servers because he can't post them on a uh, YouTube like we can because oh, he's banned from YouTube and, twi- <laughs> and Twitch and Twitter. I mean, good Lord. So, what is it called? It's, uh, it is called. Isn't it called Frank um, or something weird? Frank, Frank speech. Yeah. It's called Frank speech. Uh, and it's called that instead of uh, Pillow Talk, which is what I would have named it because that's a clever name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, people know people don't know who the hell Mike Lindell is. They know my pillow guy. Yeah. So Pillow Talk would have worked better. Or my pillow talk. That would have been amazing. Like I got my pillow. Yes. Oh my I got, god. I got my pillow talk. <laughs> you know, like yeah, mypillowtalk.tv. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, did start uh, mystore.com, by the way. It's just sort of a side note. Like, this is down at the, the end of what I had to say. It's um, He says that it's going to be bigger than Amazon. And his pitch is that Ooh. it'll let businesses sell their goods online. Uh, or his exact <laughs> words are. Yeah. It's this revolutionary. Is, this is, yeah, this is yeah. what... This is what crack kids do. They come up with all these ideas, like rapid fire, but they're ideas that already exist. Like, what about no. website? Those businesses it's, sell their stuff online. Let's do it. We'll call it. 
my store. Yeah, my store. Yeah, so, uh, uh, my store. So he started a new a new website. He started it, launched it with a 24-hour marathon show, right? Where um, he and someone else, and I couldn't find the guy's name anywhere, but it, that doesn't matter. The two of them just talked about crazy nonsense forever, namely how the election was rigged, that type of stuff, right? <laughs> and oh, it's well, like, he did have that it, whole documentary that got pulled, uh, not pulled from Newsmax, but Newsmax aired it with like extreme this is paid advertising this is you know not the opinions of newsmac it's editorial staff or anybody that works here this is just a guy that paid us 75 million dollars to put this hour and a half on it's totally on him it's not on us it's because everyone's terrified of being sued yeah by um by the way the uh the company that sued him for like 1.4 billion the was that dominion voting dominion voting yeah he yeah. countered sued them for the same amount of money, so that's nice. So he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Again, that's, <laughs> that's a crackhead. Another that's crazy a crackhead. Yeah, no, and then you don't sue me. I sue damage. you. I want one point four billion dollars. And try to get is, punitive um, damages as well. Like, <laughs> it's like yesterday I was in a gas station and the, the exact same. It's like crackhead judo. There was a guy yelling at this dude to get out of here. He's like, "You a bum? Get the fuck out of here!" He's like, "I ain't no bum. You a bum? You get out of here! I ain't get out of here!" <laughs> Like, that's just, there's no way. You can't argue with it. Whatever you say, they, they throw it back at you. It's 40 chess, man. It's 40 yeah. chess. That's the reason that stuff's illegal, man. It makes people too smart. <laughs> Cocaine is amazing, though. Uh, during the 24-hour the, the marathon, speaking of cocaine fuel, during the 24-hour marathon, he brought on all kinds of guests. Like, the the looniest looney tunes and the criminaliest criminals you've ever seen from the trump era those roger uh, stone steve bannon was 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 uh was um uh uncle rudy there uh no i don't think rudy giuliani Giuliani. at a certain point that would that would have been the best though i think i've talked about this before but at a certain point they are a um they're like batman's rogues gallery like they all have especially roger stone he looks like a batman villain they all have they have weird tics um, they all like, want to destroy Batman. Destroy like, Batman. But it's also like all of Trump's administration was like a, a, a supervillain clique. But someone was very, a, a friend of mine who's super into DC was quick to point out, someone was like, oh, you know, uh, Trump's going to be evil like like Lex Luthor in the White House. And a friend of mine just clapped back with, um, excuse me, Lex Luthor has served eight terms as US president. And he served it with no corruption whatsoever. All he tried to do was make sure that Superman was kept in check, which for some people was a legitimate concern. He never raised taxes and he got a lot of infrastructure built. Like, yeah. Trump never had any infrastructure built. Do you remember every time there was a scandal? Oh my God. Say, okay, it was infrastructure. Surefire, you knew a scandal was about to hit whenever when he it was said, infrastructure, infrastructure week. Oh that was you know, so wonderful how they kept doing that. Oh, I mean, they the never other... actually had it, by the way. Joe Biden, though, has a real infrastructure plan he's pushing forward. It's well, the... actually happening. We're actually going to have a real infrastructure week. The and insulting... no scandals. The insulting, Maybe. the insulting thing about Lex Luthor being compared to uh, Trump, Lex Luthor was a superb specimen of a human being. He's a human going up against a super fast, super powerful, super smart alien and gave him a run for his money. Pretty yep. impressive. Yeah. Trump yeah, he's challenging a god. Trump couldn't and challenge like, a hill in a golf cart. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's also, uh, also Lex Luthor never, um, <laughs> never challenged a non-nuclear nation with a nuclear exchange yeah point of fact yeah 
Trump yep. wanted to nuke Iran. Iran is trying to build nuclear weapons, but has yet to build one. Would just like you, to point that out. Which point for Lex Luthor? Don't yeah. they don't do, do they not have Google? I thought that well, maybe it's not the Googling <laughs> of it. Maybe it's getting the things after you Google it. <laughs> but, but, hey. I digress, but I digress. But yeah. uh, also, so you know how Frank's speech is supposed to be all about, you know, we're being censored, folks. So we got to have yeah. a place where the First Amendment matters. Oh, I think I heard this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's banned all swear words. He's banned using the Lord's yeah. name in vain. There's yeah. like all these different rules that uh, infringes upon your First Amendment rights that he <coughs> into I his love website. It when many libertarian types are, uh, uh, first of all, they're all capitalists, and second of all, they're all Christian, or at least a huge chunk of them are, and they don't see the problem within libertarianism of being religious. It just fucking blows my mind. I'm surprised that it was called Frank and it wasn't just called like, you know what? I got this new thing. Uh, it's going to replace yeah, YouTube like, and it's just called inward. Yeah. <laughs> like is, get, is that, go, go on I, and Google like the, that name for the website. His name's not Frank and he should have named it Peloton. I got like, it. We're going to name it. We're going to name it. Hold on. We're going to name it my inward. That's what we're going to name it. Like, like that's oh, that, I'm, I'm just waiting for the day. Like, they come out into the open more and more with each passing day. Eventually, when we're you just sign gonna... up. You can tell us what your inward name is, folks. Come on, it's my inward. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're gonna get to. <laughs> oh so, man. Uh, yep, that's uh. So that's what he's up to now. I'll let you know if it um how well the website does. I know that like on the launch day, like everything sort of exploded and no one could really access it. So yeah, that's yeah, so probably. Good. Yeah, it was probably with uh, with the success of theparlor.com, a bunch <laughs> of people were probably trying to, uh, to to test the security measures. Hopefully, Mike Lindell hired more than one IT person. And uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> he didn't hire any. that's who I feel bad for is the IT people that like Trump and Mike Lindell turn to and they go, make my thing work. And they're just like, I haven't slept in uh, 45 days, man. You haven't paid me yet. <laughs> Uh, the, I'm pretty the, sure my, the crunch is real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's one thing that Mike Lindell at least has over Donald Trump is he actually Mike Lindell actually pays people. Yeah, because he has money. He's he not, runs yeah. a successful yeah, business. He actually he ran a money. successful business, yeah. unlike Trump. As improbable yeah. as his dream was, he it made was it the, work. Yeah, it's the, he was funniest, good at one thing. the funniest insult to Trump I have ever heard in my life was somebody was uh, somebody was shouting at somebody else on the internet as as is traditional, and they were like uh, they were like no man, and then you all got taken in by a fucking proto fascist, and we all followed the Pied Piper of mail order steaks to the third circle of hell. I was like, <laughs> oh <my God." laughs> yeah, he actually did have yep. Trump steaks at one point. No, uh, yeah, that's what he was talking about. It was Trump steaks, Trump wine. Uh, Trump Airlines, no Trump, Trump shuttle. It was called Trump, Trump shuttle. University, which Trump was University. Yeah. Oh, he swore up and down during the election. I'm not going to settle out of court. This is you know fucking liberal judges. Da 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 da. Yeah, and then quietly, right before the election, he settled out of court with the attendees of Trump University. And also remember how they kept saying how evil the Clinton Foundation is, even though you know third party like uh, what do you call it? not observers. Um, but whatever Watch, it was, watchdogs. people have looked at watchdogs. it and it's higher rank than Red Cross, right? Like it's yeah. a very good yeah. foundation. Meanwhile, the Trump Foundation is so seedy that now his entire family's banned from ever having another charity again, ever working for another <laughs> charity again. And they would all be in prison, except they're all the, the children of the former president. If they so. had lived, if they had existed, I think 
after the progressive era of the 1900s, because they wouldn't go to jail before the 1900s, I don't think. Because I, no, I, I, yeah. no, no, they but, wouldn't have. But they also would not have had a charity to skim off the top from. Yeah. Before I, the 1900s. I think yeah. so. I think I think if they had existed anywhere before this weird rabbit hole we're in now, but after the progressive era, they would have 100 percent gone to jail. They just they were fucking born under a lucky star into the right. Well, they were born time. under Reaganism. They they were born under neoliberalism, which is yeah. you know just capitalism with extra steps. So here's so so, uh, so here's something that uh, uh, I really enjoy. And this is why my background is the uh, mushroom cloud because I read this today and this uh, is uh, Pete's science corner. Uh, remember last week we talked about super cloud. Yeah. You know, we talked about super fun sites because they're super fun. Well, apparently now um, American honey is radioactive from decades oh. of nuclear testing. Um, now what's interesting about this article is the, uh, they swear that the radiation is far below the threshold that's dangerous for human beings. But these are the same people all that, honey? huh? All honey? Yeah. Like well, all of all, all, all America, all American honey, which I assume means the rest of the world as well, because of all the nuclear testing that Russia did. God knows what European. Oh, I have honey some is. honey in my house. I need to go put it in like the um the, the lead jar. You should go get go go just take get, get near it with a Geiger counter and just see what it does. <laughs> Um, but these are the same people that um, I don't know if you guys, there's a whole greater thing story we can do on nuclear testing. But back during the 50s, I believe um, people were like, I don't know about this radioactive stuff. All the I think it was like a quarter of the cows and sheep in like Nevada just died one day because a weird pink cloud floated over. And they're like, I wonder if that's <laughs> I wonder if that's the radiation. Well well, and there is a uh, there there is a um, there is a coalition of people that are um, still fighting the federal government for basically reparations yeah. uh, for being downwind. And they're actually, they call themselves the downwinders. They were downwind. And it's a lot of people in, in, in uh, Eastern Nevada, a lot of people in Southern Utah, parts of Colorado. And, um, and uh, they've actually joined in solidarity with uh, several uh, former Soviet satellite state groups, especially in um, uh, uh, Kazakhstan, who all the people who were downwind of all the um, all the uh, like exploding Soviet rockets that then just got rocket fuel sprayed all over them for a day or so after a rocket just went pop over uh, over the cosmodrome, and um, there's like you know there's like serious coalition between these uh, these, yeah. these groups of people, the downwinders, and it is absolutely horrifying. We really yeah, the, in our own public, like the the, <laughs> the amount. Not, not only do they, I not, mean, to say nothing of the the former dissidents of the Bikini Hat, yeah, and like, you know various parts of French Polynesia as well. Not only did we not really fully understand what it was what it was going to do, but after it happened, we used to, I don't know if they still exist, the Atomic Energy Commission was the one in charge of everything, and people were like, hey, did my goats die because of your radiation? And they were like, nah, it must have been something else, man. Um, well, my wife's yeah, they've gotta... changed their name, but that that is still around. It's like the, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission or something. They changed it from atomic to nuclear, I um, think. A bunch... And then there's the International nuclear regulatory commission or something like that is set up through the UN yeah. and every country who has nuclear reactors and a bunch nuclear of weapons signed up to it, well, a bunch of including doctors, us, which is very odd because we don't of, really get on board with 
any of the hegemony that we try to do. Yeah, a bunch of doctors got together and fought the Atomic Energy Commission. They started um, this program, like, send us your child's baby teeth when they fall out. And they processed a bunch of them to find out how much, I can't remember it was if it was cesium 92 or what it was. was oh, that, in, uh, cesium, oh, or no, maybe, maybe it was the very story. Because I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I, I forget. Those, anyway, like, so by, thing, by yeah. processing these teeth, they found out that like, oh shit, there's a lot more fucking radioactivity that's getting into the 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 the, uh, the plants and then into the cows and then the milk and then the children's teeth. And we're all, it's not, it's going to make us all sick. Um, so now it's in honey. And what really got me about this whole thing is uh, this, this is constant honey ate the children. This is the concentration of cesium uh, and plants apparently really, really love it because it they think that it's um, I can't remember if it's nitrogen or what that it's similar to. So plants suck it up. Then it gets to the bees and it kills the bees, by the way. Um, bees. Oh, no, it comes full circle. We had a bee episode earlier, too. Yeah. So everyone's just like, I wonder what's killing the bees. Everything. Literally. DDT. The fucking nuclear radiation. Uh, all the other stupid shit we're Round doing. Roundup is not particularly yeah. good. Roundup. So this stuff, yeah. they said it had a half-life of like 30 years. And they're like, well, dang, it's been a couple of 30 years and it's still killing. I don't understand. So it's like they don't fully understand, but even if they do, they lie about it. So now your honey's radioactive. So fucking enjoy that, I guess. Like every time we do the show now, I'm just like, for fuck's sake, really? Well, I mean, all of the yeah. past was terrible. I used to look repercussions. You know, I used to look forward to the the apocalypse. Like we're going to be wandering the desert, fighting each other for gasoline. No, we're all going to be dying of lymphoma. Yeah, we're all going to be just laid up with fucking tumors on our heads, slowly dying of cancer because everything's irradiated. But if that didn't happen, couldn't you see yourself as being like the guitar guy from uh, the last um, Mad Max movie or whatever it was called? No, that guy. That looked horrible. Why would I want to be a blind guitarist strapped to a oh. fucking thing? Well, you're blind from the radiation, but you stayed for the guitaring. No, I, I want to be in the Mad Max car driving as far away as quickly as possible. I don't want to be any part of that. So I don't really have a conclusion for this. Just, well, that's your science for today. Check your honey with a fucking Geiger counter. Yeah. So. Spend your honey. Uh, yeah all right so we're gonna get to uh uncle bobby's everything in the past was terrible segment oh right? no 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 this was oh. the this was the vice article that i wanted to do I oh really what did the vice article everything is terrible okay this, this week well well yeah uh, we'll replace no, no, no. that with the vice article then that's fine i mean i can i can have um i mean i can do a quick one if you'd like me to but, uh, but let's just do let's do the vice article let's do this thing right now is terrible okay. All right. Yeah, because I mean, I, I right now is my picture for it. Now, some people like whenever I first put this up, uh, Peter asked, was is, is this photoshopped? Uh, <laughs> no, for people listening, what I am currently what is currently projected around me in the window is a German ice one train, which is uh, Germany's high speed rail network. Germany very late to the game for on high speed rail, um, but they did get it done. And um uh, like other first world countries. Yeah, the 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 Ice One train was built by uh, Siemens, which is of course a German firm. They they do a lot of different types of manufacturing. They also make trains. And um, in the nineties, I want to say this this says that it's copyright ninety uh, three. In nineteen ninety three, we were looking to upgrade the Northeast Corridor. Of course, Amtrak's you know their their main line running from right. Boston thereabouts all the way to Washington, D.C., thereabouts. 
um, parts of the Northeast Corridor also like go into Connecticut and into like, I think, Vermont, New Hampshire and parts of New York and stuff. Well, anyway, parts of New York that aren't New York City anyway. Um, well, anyway, so uh, they decided to do this big grand tour with a German ice train. Ice train. You can see it says Amtrak on it. It's an Amtrak ice train. Isn't that cute? We had two. They were brought over. They were modified to American gauge because, of course, nothing is standardized. Why would it be? Yeah. And um, and uh, they ran it as like a, a service on the Northeast Corridor is kind of like a, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. Huh? Senator Joe Biden, wouldn't you like to have some high speed rail? We ended up going with a different system, <laughs> but this very interesting little train set behind me. Only uh, take the slow then, train to work. Fast train's just not the same. It's, it's not. Then, but this 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 train that is right behind me actually did then to tour, I want to say 32 states. Now you might be asking yourself, well, you might be asking me, well, well, Bobby, I see there's a Cantonary connector up there. This is an electric train. How'd they get it? Well, they just stuck a giant GE Genesis diesel locomotive to the front of this thing and towed it through Pennsylvania and Michigan. That's and the most that fucking American thing I've ever heard. Like, whatever will we do with this technology of the future? <laughs> Hook a fucking steam engine to it and drag that shit well, across the country. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so a lot of people sort of uh, poo-poo high-speed rail in the United States. Um, do we have high-speed rail currently is, is a question that's asked because, uh, believe it or not, the term high-speed rail is nebulous. Like, for instance, right now, so um, what, what's, what started this uh, was, it, what started this whole topic was uh, Amtrak released a plan of what they would do with the $80 billion that the current iteration of the Biden infrastructure plan uh, would give them. It was just giving Amtrak $80 billion, get at it, folks, show me some trains. And they released this map with like, you know, where they'd like to make new connections, where they would like to improve existing service, where they would like to, and you know, it was like two more trains a day between Charlotte and Atlanta and like all this kind of stuff. And I've seen a lot of people go either, wow, that's where we're building high-speed rail. No, it's not it. And then I've had other people just go, just go, oh, well, if it's not high speed, we shouldn't be doing it at all. High speed rail or nothing. Well, here's here's the thing, folks. Okay, first of all, be excited. This is this is the biggest investment in Amtrak's history. I'm not gonna the lie, I hate investment. I hate the airlines and I also hate flying. So anything yeah. anything no, no, no. I so I live in Savannah. I live in Savannah, and what I do to get home because I am absolute I'm I'm I have no problem with Delta employees. I have a problem with Delta, the business. Delta employees have never been anything but nice to me and very helpful and all this kind of stuff. I just, I fucking hate Delta. And because I live in Georgia, it's Delta or bust, really. Uh, but anyway, so in order to get back to my native Louisiana, I would either have to take a 37-hour Greyhound bus trip wow. to New Orleans. Yeah, because it stops a lot of places, and then you get out, you have a connection because there's no direct Savannah to Baton Rouge. Bus. I mean, I did that get bus just doesn't exist. I did get stuck for four hours in Virginia when I was going to North Carolina last time. Funny enough, the place I was going to North Carolina was um, four hours away from the bus stop yeah. in Virginia. So yeah. that was fun. No, but so let me let me just take a look here. Okay, so high speed rail. A lot of people don't know what it is. We're going to use the French 
train as a model. The TGV very, very competently run uh, train service. It's called the, the SNFC, which stands for uh, Société Nationale something something trains i don't know anyway but they run the passenger service for for france and they operate all of france's high-speed rail network that is theirs because some of it is germany some of it's spain some of it's britain's and some of it they they share you know operations like an ice train will run right into a certain french town and then the french train will take over and then the back the the trip back the next day will be a french train going to a german town Anyway, so um, a lot of this Amtrak map that was released got a lot of people excited, and rightfully so. You should be excited about this map. But to the people who are saying we don't need high-speed rail, here's the problem. We need to cut carbon emissions by 45% in the next 10 years. Getting cars off the road and planes out of the sky, even with a diesel electric train system will help us meet that goal. The more people we can get out of the sky and out of their cars, the better. And okay? more than willing now, to just start taking the train everywhere. Well, part, so, of, the, part so of the problem... High speed rail, but hang on, hang on. High-speed rail works really well in a scenario that a lot of American metropolitan centers find themselves in, and it is called too short to, dry, uh, too short to fly, too far to drive. There's a sweet spot. It's about 500 miles apart given interstate speeds and given uh, airport congestion, et cetera. So like right now, California is building its high-speed rail system. It's not going to come. And everyone's like, oh, they're taking so long with high-speed rail. It took Japan 40 years to get to where they are. It took France 60. It took Germany 30. California has been building high-speed rail for about seven years now. Yeah, it's going to take time. but Another, I have a big problem with the California high-speed rail system is because in America, we do not have a culture of train right. It really is a culture. And this was something that's, that, that's this what was was something that um, um, really sort of put the kibosh on plans for Amtrak because originally Amtrak was going to be funded like the interstate system yeah. in that each state has to take care of their tracks, but the Amtrak service is run you know, by, by federal government subsidy. Let me let me just give you some examples of of travel times using French TGV operational speeds. Okay, Atlanta to Washington D.C. nine and a half hours by car at 70, 75 miles an hour. Right by high speed rail by French standard high speed rail. So that's 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 nine and a half hours by car. It is. Three hours and twenty minutes yeah, by French style high speed train. I so and, and you brought up a really so good point. So if you take into account because because the flight is an hour, if you take into account the fact that you don't have to, it's city center to city center, you're not having to get off a plane to then be driven into the city. Okay, um, um, you're 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 also, I mean, flying flying is about ninety times the carbon footprint of a diesel electric train right. taking you anywhere. Okay. And, and here's the thing is that, oh, people are like, oh, it's not profitable. It's not profitable. Here's the thing. 
So you have crews that work these trains and you only have a set number of trains, right? So the trains themselves cost money in maintenance, but they don't need maintenance all that often. Trains are really, really fucking robust. Um, the crews though, so instead of one crew working a nine and a half hour train journey with high speed rail, you can now have that same crew doing three journeys. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can lower fares and still make it profitable. Let me give you another example of just the insane amount of, um, of, of what high-speed rail can do. Now, at the fastest a French train can go, it is uh, – hang on just a second. It is um, – Well, while you're looking it up, like you brought up a point of- that I noticed when I moved from Georgia to New York is that the culture, especially the further south, and I'm assuming the further out to the Midwest you go, the culture of like um, – of the rail infrastructure and like having, uh, um, you know, like subways and stuff like that. It doesn't exist because these fucking places don't have the infrastructure and it would greatly benefit them if they did. So like, I know when I moved to New York, it's it's called in, in, in uh, city planner and civil engineer terms, what that's called is last mile transportation. Well, I have flown into the Boise, Idaho airport, how am I getting to my hotel in downtown mm-hmm. Boise, a 30-minute drive away? Is there a bus? Is there a light rail? Is there a metro? Is there is there anything? Am I going to have to rent a car and add congestion to the highway system? Even, anyway, another, even, another even the bus routes down south uh, were so... Oh, yeah, no, the bus so- routes are designed intentionally to make them, to make people not want to ride buses. Yeah, it's... And it's- in the places where they are, <laughs> In the places where they are, uh, it's just gets it just gets defunded. This is only yeah. not the case in large metro centers like Orlando. Not really a speck of rail. They have sun rail, but that's really more of a commuter train that comes into the city every day and then goes out every day. Like it's just one way transportation. Yeah. All the trains start in the suburbs and then one by one on a thirty minute schedule leave to go pick up commuters who are going to the city core, and then those trains just sit eight hours and take a nap and then they start working their way back out of I the city one at 4 30 so, one at 5 one at 5 30 one at 5 45 and it's that's that's I how don't, that works. i don't know how good that i don't know how good the uh the rail system and the ridership is on the west coast i know the northeast uh, especially i think once you hit virginia and get caltrain higher is pretty good you caltrain have gets uh caltrain which is sort of the silicon valley um into san francisco commuter system and it's actually pretty old it was started by uh, Southern Pacific Railway in, I want to say, the 19-teens. Oh, and you want to know something really cool? Yes. The, you remember Sprint, the cell phone provider? Yeah. Yes. Their name, their name is an acronym. They were not always really? an independent company. They got spun mm-hmm. off in order, to, uh, in order for their original parent company to avoid some, like, monopolistic, you know, antitrust laws. Uh, Sprint stands for Southern Pacific Railroad Internal Internal Network Telecommunications. Sprint. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, let's, it was uh, originally started so that uh, Southern Pacific didn't have to rely on AT and T for their uh, for their uh, or the Bell Network for for like uh, calling around to different depots and stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to rush it. But we are. We are gonna. We are gonna run out of time because we still got some other stuff to do. The only thing I wanted to add before I let you finish um, is I feel like high speed rail is gonna have to be uh, just like air travel, just like the telephone, where it's like it's something amazing in its application and amazingly good for people, and you're gonna have to ram it down people's fucking throats 
whether they want it or not, because once they have it, they'll realize how good it is. But well, well and it's originally the airlines were not that big a threat to the yeah. railroads because the airlines, especially jet airlines, it was all single class, baby. It was all first class. That's yeah. why everyone's like, oh, look at all these photos of like, you know, people really dressing up back in the day. Yeah, because that was all the upper crust people who were flying. Yeah, that's that's who. It but was. like, but my and point is, everyone else like, was taking the fucking train. But just let me let me let me give you one example of an extreme, an extreme example. But um, uh, hang on, it's it's twenty eighteen. Okay, San Francisco, California, to Washington D.C. Okay, by French, you know, SNCF standard operating speed driving is 42 hours okay driving is 42 hours uh flying i've made made that equivalent trip before from atlanta to la flying is four hours and 55 minutes by french standard high-speed rail it would be 11 hours and on the way it would serve denver salt lake city sacramento st louis kansas city the other kansas city possibly chicago uh you know tallahassee not Tallahassee. Um, I was like, that's a dip. Memphis, Nashville. <laughs> yeah, just making the rounds. I was like, the, the train's just like, woo, all right. But uh, yeah, no. So it's, uh, and, and you know, like uh, Boston to Miami, Boston to Miami, 21 hour drive, three and a half hours by plane. It would be six hours by high speed rail. Yeah, I just and don't it would know. connect a shit ton of cities along the way. Because you just run into the interstate. You just run into times rail following the interstate. When planes you need can't... the regional rail yeah. to connect with it. And you need local public transportation in order to get people moving. And, and that's, 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 to be- that's, that's, and that again, that comes down to the people, the progressives that are pushing for this stuff are awesome. They're terrible at branding. You know what I mean? I guarantee if the Republican fucking monsters got behind high speed rail, they would have some weird racist chant that had people like fired up <laughs> for the train. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they would, they would have, they would have a bit, you'd have, you'd have like clans well, I mean, black if, people run from the train again. And they'd all, if, if, if no, if, if Trump did high speed rail, it would just be uh, four lines from uh, San Diego, Albuquerque, um, San Diego, Albuquerque, San Antonio and Houston. And they would all run straight to Mexico city. That would be it. It would just be the, the, the deportation express. That's, that's what that would be. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we got. Uh, so we do want to do uh, right. Wilder's. Uh, your. Um, your. Uh, that's cute news for today. Patented. That's cute news. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done these. So if anyone's not familiar, like a year, two years ago, we used to have these segments, and traditionally, what that cute news was supposed to be about was like, here's a company that says, you know, oh, turning record profits from this year, but oh, look at that, it's um, destroying the environment and laying off all of its employees, right? Yes, oopsie, uh, I think a great oopsie. that's yeah. Oopsie, oopsie. I think a, a great that's cute news is like Bobby Kotick recently um, decided to give himself a two hundred million dollar uh, bonus this year, and oh, he's also nice. laying off like another three hundred employees, and like their nice, combined sweet. incomes would be just a tiny little bit of that bonus or, that he's giving or, himself. Or like Elon Musk said, people are going to die getting to Mars, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. You first, Elon. Yeah, go right, for right. it. Oh, I, I absolutely cheered <laughs> that when I saw that article. I was like, yes, please, that was, go to Mars and die. When I or found that article, away. I was like... It doesn't matter, just die. I was like, this is for you, Bobby. <laughs> but, but with this That's Cute News, I think um, the uh, insurrectionist roundup would be like a good thing to dip back in on 
Mills, we know that the Capitol rioters are being hunted down by the, uh, the FBI, but we haven't really looked at that in a hot minute. What are we, a quarter of the way into the year? No, we're a third of the way into the year, almost I halfway done. I think somebody so, put up a, a collaborative, like, uh, uh, Im- uh, videos of a bunch of them getting arrested, and they did it uh, with the music to the ending, I think, of, was it Goodfellas, where everybody was getting arrested? Um, so was, I saw that a yeah. long time ago with, um, like, Trump and his administration like being all locked up uh, someone put that together at the top of the Mueller report and well, i'm like ah oh, that would be wonderful wonderful if that happened oh no, no this was the this was the rioters not. like the the insurrection is legitimately uh getting cuffed and taken away which was glorious but well, you're gonna tell us more podcast. about that i'd actually be interested in watching it it'd I'll be see. very cathartic i'll see if i can find it we'll uh we'll, we'll also link it in the description of this episode for uh, our listeners that want to see this as well but uh, anyway, so the insurrection, insurrectionists are still being rounded up. They never stopped arresting people involved in the Capitol riots. It's still going on. Everyone that tried to overthrow America in Trump's stupid name now gets to sleep with one eye open every night, wondering when the feds will show up looking for them. I love Most that for them. them. Well, huh? you know, just in the in the for people that are so scared that the government is watching them and tracking them and coming after them. It's very fun that none of them wore a mask or any kind of like uh, facial. Oh, they live streamed it. They live yeah. streamed it. it a was... lot of them did too. But like, if, if only there was a thing in America right now where them wearing a mask would have been beneficial to them and they could have just shown <laughs> up masks and no one would have recognized their faces. It's so strange that they happen to live in a culture where none of them do that. It just huh. seems nobody, nobody, nobody knows about spirit gum and like fake eyebrows or anything. Nope, just you're rolling in with you're rolling in with your work badge hanging from your t-shirt. Well, one day well, recently showed up something, wearing uh, something. All those people could take note of. Um, it was uh, an old spy master from like the fucking uh, Cold War said one of the best disguises is gaining or losing fifty pounds. <laughs> It I'm, is. I'm currently is. working Your on that right now. Your profile looks different. Your body yeah. shape is different. It's yeah. It's it really it is. is. It's one of the best ways to hide. I'm just imagining a very like uh, an East German guy just in a in a room with a bare light bulb, just eating hamburgers like to change his profile. <laughs> well, no. If you want to gain it's weight different. super fast, you have to jump on that. Uh, um, what you do is you uh, you uh, just like pints of ice cream. Yes. You want to you want to drink a melted pint of ice cream with every meal. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's how you gain weight. Wait, I wish I could find the equivalent of that to get unfat. But uh, <laughs> oh. you, you drink the pint in reverse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Throw up a pint no, no, with every no. meal. We, we just we, okay. Well, we just accidentally reinvented like uh, bu- uh, bu- bulimia. Um, no, no, no. It's my bulimia. Yeah. It's oh a great kind of the earliest thing too. <laughs> yeah, yes. My believia. My it's my believia, folks. You just you get it right here and you sleep on it with my pillow. <laughs> It'll keep you warm at night. So uh, most oh, insurrectionists Lord. have uh, fumbled their way into custody. Funny enough, nearly all of them have family members willing to sell them out because surprisingly, most golden. of them aren't very good people. Uh, <laughs> they know loads of people that can't wait to tell the FBI about. It's them. kind of our revenge on our one shitty uncle that has been ruining Thanksgiving <laughs> since forever. And it's just like, buddy, you know, we've been waiting for a moment like this since we were 13. Just waiting yeah, yeah. for you to fuck up, Grandpa. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. No, there has been a there has been a few of those like like millennial and xenial kids ratting their parents out. Like Ah, <laughs> oh, just warms my cold, dead anarchist heart. Like one, just, one guy yeah. got caught on Tinder because he was like matched with this girl, and it's like 
had a picture of himself like, yeah, I made it all the way into the statue. And she's like, I don't think we're a good match. And then it was like, <laughs> hey, FBI, I got a guy for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, many of Somebody... the other. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, many of the other Capitol rioters simply do stupid things like uh, posting on their social media that they're the ones that did it. And they're hunted down that way. And in some cases, the FBI has gone as far as to go undercover and talk to the supposed rioters. And they all just like loudly and proudly say, yeah, I did it. Do it again. Want to see pictures? Uh, one guy had uh, like the same hat in the picture at the riot as he did on his girlfriend's Instagram page. And they're like, oh, same hat. Yeah, same guy. And so they went to talk to him at work. And he was also like, yeah, that was me. Well, the thing about it is, and this is where I lose yeah. even more respect for him. You see how quickly they shrivel like a pair of testicles in winter. As soon as those bracelets go on them, all of a sudden it's, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm being arrested. Oh, well, that's some of them know exactly why they're being arrested. And they'll tell them they literally Trump made me do this. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be uh, a very interesting summer full of legal defenses. I am, I am waiting with bated breath to see, uh, to see um, uh, legally take on this. If yeah. you guys aren't watching him, man, Legal Eagle, that's such an awesome YouTube channel. Yes, it I really do. Is. I watch that, I watch that oh, uh, dude, YouTube channel a lot. Oh, yeah. Speaking of YouTube yeah. channels, mine's still going. You guys watching? I haven't watched uh, it. No, it's I, fine. I, it's fine. I, I haven't supported anybody. It's fine. Most of my episodes only have, like, the first video got 20 views. And okay, I'll put so something. far, I'm averaging four. So I'll, put it, thanks, I'll, put it, I'll put it on all my devices <laughs> and just put it on repeat. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It's, um, uh, it's the Spotify farm um, thing again. Yeah. You guys ready? Uh, the people getting arrested becoming like uh, shrinking violets. Um, so far, only one person has pled guilty. And it's a uh, person. Oh, yeah. After being and he's like a bird. It's like, he? I, will, I will make a plea deal immediately. Like, give me a more lenient charge and I will help. I will rat all my fellow members out. And basically, he was—he had been charged with um, assaulting a Capitol officer with um, bear spray, and they dropped that charge, that particular charge, in exchange for uh, his cooperation. So that's really just another way the criminals are being rounded up. They're a bunch of snakes in the grass, even each other, yeah. disloyal snitches, one and all. But currently, the Justice Department has charged 440 people and Which are poised to charge more than 500 other. Which is like a. It's what do you, it's almost like the uh what do you the it's like a class action prosecution. Yeah. You, know, you might yeah. you might be entitled to compensation. Were you at the Capitol building on this day? Please call this number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um do we want to close it out with a dear Wesley? It, yeah, I mean we're currently 3 minutes over time, but I think there's always time for sugar-free Wesley. Um, so this is so I, I chose this dear Abby uh, because this is actually something I've been reading a lot and it just bothers me how naive people are. This is called uh, it's it says stress of pandemic changes beloved sister's personality. So, uh, dear Wesley, my sister and I are best friends. She has always been caring, empathetic, and passionate about helping others. Now, however, COVID turned her into a real piece of work. Since the pandemic, I feel like she was always a piece of work, and you're finding this out because you're trapped with her. She is becoming increasingly <laughs> selfish. She interrupts people's conversations to talk about herself and complains nonstop about how COVID has ruined her life, as if the rest of us uh, haven't experienced this too. She shouts hysterically when the Wi Fi stops working and refuses to volunteer for the most basic household tasks. At first, I try to be patient because I understand it's a stressful time, but 
However, after 10 monster months of this, I'm at my wit's end. We live together. We go to college together. We share the same friends. How can I tolerate her self-centeredness until the pandemic is finally over? And what if this new version of her never goes away? I feel like that's always been her. It just, you have found out about it because you can't get away from her because you're trapped indoors all the time. Yes, you are correct. For someone to pretend to be a good person when they're around you in small doses, but if they have to be around you all the time, their real personality will begin to slip out. I have a, I have a little, um, uh, a little philosophical thing. It's how I choose my friends and people that I, I hang out with. It's called the elevator test. If I couldn't stand to be trapped in a fucking elevator with you for like three hours or longer, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, everybody, yeah. everybody that I associate with, if we got stuck in an elevator, I'd be like, well, at least we have interesting stuff to talk about. And they're not an asshole that screams about the Wi-Fi, you know? <laughs> There's so there's a, the reason I brought this one up particular because it seems kind of benign is there's actually if you read these, there's a ton of these, not just like my sister, but it's like uh, it turns out my husband, uh, we, uh, we had a we have had our second child. And uh, he says that child care is not the man's responsibility and told me to, quote, quit being a pussy about pregnancy. Like it's a bunch of stuff like that. And they're like, he's really changed. He hasn't. That's, that's who he is. He's always been that guy. Yeah. You just didn't get trapped in an elevator with him for four hours. Yeah. 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 So, so what, what would Wesley's advice be, Wilda? Oh, my God. Um, what you got to do is you just got to get a better sister. So what you need to do is tell this current sister to just, you know, go away. She can she can go take care of your mom who had hernia surgery a few years back. And you you can just, you can get a mail-order sister and she'll be better and nicer to you all. I mean, I order, it's, hard, it's hard to think of what Wesley would say in this situation. Well, I feel like this is <laughs> this is how Wesley lives before the pandemic with his dad. Oh, you, you just got to live with my dad a little bit, and then you'll be appreciative that your sister doesn't <laughs> run around naked all the time and try to hit you with his willy. Or, or shoot holes in the ceiling when the Wi-Fi goes out. <laughs> Boy, the goddamn Wi-Fi's out again. Just try, um, just try to out crazier. Just, yeah, just yeah. go, just deep dive in. <laughs> Try to get her to be the one to break up the the relationship. Like, I like that. So, <laughs> is there no? Is, is, is there no? <laughs> if it was like no, dark, Wesley, you'd be like, well, you just you just got to wait till she goes to sleep and then pour wet cement on her head." I don't recognize this <laughs> woman. If she screams about the Wi-Fi, you have to scream about something else, like the cable being out, even though you haven't had cable since like two thousand and four. You know what I mean? Like, the goddamn cable is out again. I was trying to think about that. I, I haven't had cable since like it came free with some internet for six months yeah. about a decade and a half ago. Yep. And it was just basic cable. So it was like Cartoon Network. To this day, like even having a degree in communications broadcasting, it blows my mind that we were really conned into watching commercials on a service we pay for. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. Like, when when like, I go see my parents, they still have um, uh, yeah, mine sa- too. satellite or something. And I'll sit down and I'll go, how do we, why, what the fuck? I've seen an ad for my impulse. pillow four times. The impulse yeah, like it's insane something sitting so you can go to the Every time I go home for the real. holidays, it's like, oh my God, this is insufferable. I can't do this. And I'm just watch 15 minutes worth of commercials, the opening credit to the show, and then 20 more minutes of commercials. And, and, like, because, oh my God. and because um, 
because you know we're also we're, yeah think about this too we're used to internet very targeted marketing marketing based on our metadata so now we're watching shit we don't give a fuck about like dude i don't want a hyundai i'm sick of fucking hyundai commercials i know that your market research has said that people that watch this network at this time want a hyundai i don't want a fucking hyundai stop trying to sell me a hyundai which is going to be the what name you of this need episode. My pillow phone. You need my Hyundai. I was like, oh my fucking God. Or sometimes, you know, they'll get the commercials wrong. So they'll play the same commercial like back to back within the same span. And I'm like, I'm going to commit yeah, suicide. Yeah, that, that happens. That's that's a uh, that's a traffic error is what that is. Yeah. You know? I, I currently work at a TV station. Just support your local TV stations, folks. But like the, <laughs> the cable. Good, good. No, don't, don't, don't friends don't let friends have cable. It's yeah. don't, it's not necessary. You can cable. buy a ten dollar antenna. Cable be like better for your network. You, you can buy like a ten dollar antenna and have at least oh yeah, like fifteen channels. Like Dude, antenna is when I was a kid, it was three channels. Now you buy a cheap antenna, it's like thirty channels. And yeah. music, there's music yeah, on there. Up, I had, I grew up on five channels. Um. Fox, ABC, CBS, uh, PBS, and ABC. Did I say that yeah. one? Yeah. Anyway, so it should have been uh, those, are, those are all the channels. ABC, ABC, CBS, Fox, PBS. Yes. You know what's and funny now is now there I had are those five growing up. Three kinds those of five PBS. Those five for the first fourteen now. years of my life. Yeah, there's three kinds mm-hmm. of PBS. Then you have also there's three uh, kinds of PBS. Those- yeah, yeah, so there's PBS One, PBS Two, and then PBS Create, which is kind of the kids' channel. Right. And then there's also there's the CW. The Mr. There's Mr. Rogers Television. on it. That's the one I want to see. And um, Lamb Chops Play Along. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, so there's the CW, uh, My Network TV. Then there's RTV, Antenna TV, um, Laughs TV, uh, Comet, which is a really awesome channel. They do a lot of sci-fi programming. Uh, just shit, you know, you you would never shit that you can't stream legitimately. Yeah. Well, but when, you know, haven't seen in a while. When we first um, moved into this apartment, the internet guy was backed up because of COVID. And so it was like a month till we got internet. So we hooked up the antenna. We're watching like 70s TV. We're like, oh, Rhoda, yeah. you're the funniest. Like, I was a little <laughs> bit sad when we got the internet because it was yeah. like we had gone back to a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh that's... i remember those times i used to like back then um going and buying vhs tapes at the, uh, the local store or whatever was like my bread and butter because i'd use those to record things and i could pause through commercials and then i would just be able to watch my shows without commercials and it was wonderful and back in back in my day oh, we yeah. liked it like that kids oh yeah no i had all did you got do you guys remember the sci-fi channel show farscape yes yeah. I had all of Farscape meticulously recorded on VHS. We had we had Seinfeld. Me and my buddy, we we basically watched. For we we watched Sorry. basically yeah like like well now that I'm older I'm like this show's just mean, but when I was younger yeah. I'm like they're so sophisticated they're sophisticated New Yorkers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I have, now, uh, what do you I'm, call I'm it? like, what a uh, bunch of dicks! Episode, uh, <laughs> little, old episode little of Power Rangers recorded. Wow. Fresh Bel Air, Family Matters, and all, all kinds right. of old shows. All right, guys, I have to get back to work. But uh, all right, guys, yeah. Duck. Uh, what do we want to what do we want to pitch besides Darkwing Duck before we go? Um, 
Well, there's still Dusk Belt. There are two books out. As soon as Peter is done reading the third one, he's a very slow reader, folks. You got to give him time. <laughs> I know actually, it's been a few months. We've been we've been advertising this, but I have coming. it. I have it. Well, you can't see it because of the what do you call it? It, dis- <laughs> it just disappears. Yes, I have the book in my hands. It's printed out. I just got to read it. Well, Wolf and the Ghost. You have the right one. I think so. We'll see. Because you printed the wrong one the first time. I'll print the right like one. It worked to read though, so don't throw that one away. I'll print it. It worked tomorrow. This again. Um, but so yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. So buy the first two books and help support Peter's reading habit, and so that he can get through that <laughs> yeah. book, and then he'll have a good reason to, and then we can sell the third one to you. Yes. Uh, if you search for Dusk Belt on Amazon, you can find it. I'm going to start including a link to these books in the description of the episode, so you can buy Super Lad, the most recent one. Uh, there's other books you can buy. Buy them after you buy Super Lad. Fun times will be had by all. Uh, you can find us uh, at, at those muckrakers on Twitter. Or those muckrakers at gmail.com if you want to email us, send us your own Dear Wesley story. If you've had we'll read it, uh, we'll discuss it. You want to ask us about it? Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, what you got? Uh, you can find us on iTunes no. and all kinds of places. Oh, just, uh, just, just my YouTube channel. I have five subscribers. I would like more, please. Um, if anybody wants to subscribe, I'm mostly playing City Skylines. I don't have a microphone yet, so it's just, uh, the ambiance of the game uh but um yeah i think it's going really well the city of metroburg uh just got two new suburbs and i'm about to start laying out a uh well laying out a rail rail system nice yeah. well yeah. hopefully you don't have to convince all the dumb shits that the rail system oh, is no, going to no, change no. your lives game, you're just god yeah, you're just God. A train line goes where you say it goes, nice. and, it, and it operates how you say it operates. <laughs> you're but basically one, the... one of the things I'm doing is I'm trying to kind of evolve how the city grows. Like I'm not a lot of people who play City Skylines. Um, the the game mechanics really encourage what I like to call uh, Saudi pet project cities. So it's just a massive sheet of uh, of of, of high-speed interstates with like little islands of city in the middle of it and it has you know a couple exits and then go along the highway and then boom yet another one it's completely ringed by highways i'm trying to grow the city a little bit more naturally there's another youtuber called uh city planner plays uh who's a city planner and he he talks a lot about like well that's not realistic and and then there's also um the big kahuna, the big name in City Skylines Let's Plays, uh, my personal hero, uh, Biffa. Uh, Biffa, the spiffing. Biffa is a British guy. No channel hero, the logo is a B with a T stain. Buy my what? hero. Huh? I was just uh, doing a pitch. Buy my hero, folks. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get them to put a link in the description if anybody's interested. Uh, check, check it out, please. Even if you don't, just subscribe. Turn it on in the background. Let it run on mute, just so I get the views, please. And if uh, and if you guys, if anybody uh, that happens to listen to this knows anything about uh, grad school grants or just wants to give me a whole <laughs> bunch of money, I just got accepted to another grad program, uh, which is fun. But now I have to do all of the stupid. Um, please give me money. I am a deserving individual that would like to further blah 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 blah. Yeah, so um, all right. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. All right. Bye, Bye guys. See you next week. Bye, Bye. See you.